right. Hey, friends. Welcome to your day extra. I'm your host, Alex King. I am joined by our morning meteorologist, Nick Maruziak, and our executive producer for the mornings, Andy Gonzalez. Hello. 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 Thanks for joining. All right. And we are your Dayton-based podcast, breaking down local stories and national today, even international headlines. So let's dive right in. Andy, you go ahead and start. All right. So this is probably the a great story of just holding a grudge and what it means to hold a grudge. So this uh, 17-year-old kid two years ago, Theodore Weintraub, I'm going to, that's what I'm going to say for his name. Okay. He was visiting the Mark Hotel Bar in New York City. It's For context, it's a five-star hotel where in the bar, the martinis cost $29. Wow. 17 years old, he tried to use a fake ID several times and got kicked out. Now, Two years later, he's being sued because the hotel says, again, two years after this, he hired fake protesters to hold signs outside that say things like, the mark supports Epstein. The mark spread diseases. The mark denies the Holocaust. This is insane. There rich kid no is going to get a rich kid, I guess, right? Yeah, like he has nothing better to do. Well, well, my favorite is like you and I were talking about the insults. They're not just little insults. No. They are vicious. These are like yeah. the worst things you can be. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously this is a defamation suit, probably. Yeah. But I mean, I just can't even imagine like two years later, that is mm-hmm. so petty to hold a grudge that long. Yeah. And we're also missing Over something. something like that. Well, and you're also missing. They got. They, it, it's not like he's 25, maybe mm-hmm. got a little drunk at the bar, and they said, okay, you get out. He was 17. With he a was, fake ID, which is illegal. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Literally, they were doing their jobs of, sir, you're absurd, okay? You can't yeah. even grow facial hair. Please leave. Well, apparently, from my reading of this, his dad is a well-known doctor in New York, and he tried to go mm-hmm. back to the bar with his family for dinner, and they recognized <laughs> him and kicked him out. Okay. Even then. But to go to that length, how upset do you need to be to do something like that? Right. Now, do you guys have like a go-to like petty insult for someone? Like I've always been like, you know, like if I get angry at mm-hmm. someone, I'll look at uh, Andy and be like, Andy likes Nickelback. That's, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show Veep. Okay, no. It is, it's on HBO. Yeah. Uh-huh. One of my favorite. Favorite is the probably the best written comedy in the last few years, and their insults are just fantastic. Those writers must spend most of the majority of their time just coming up with insults. And I was looking through just a compilation on YouTube, and there's one that just sticks with me. And it's one of the non R rated ones where it's just like Cloud Botherer, <laughs> and it's just so <laughs> random, random, and absurd. It's like, okay, you cloud botherer. What? Old man yells at cloud. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Alex, how have you insulted me behind closed doors? That's a big question. I don't know. I don't feel like I really insult you. What's something I've said? No, I was just wondering if you have a good insult for something. I don't really like insulting people. Like, just too nice. Come on. Deep down, you (laughs) do. Everyone has it. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I don't have a go-to, so... It depends on the person. I think Nathan always likes to make fun of you for your age or your height. 
or anything. He's one, he, he's one to talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, Nathan's, what, not even a year younger than you, so. But looks decades older. That looks much older. <laughs> Poor guy's not even here to defend himself. We love I know. You, Nathan. It, it's so That's, great. We should gang up on him since he's not here. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But, I mean, seriously, that is such a level of petty, you know. Right. It's an, an establishment. They're doing what they need to do to keep people safe, keep this kid safe. Mm-hmm. You're 17 and you're trying to get into a bar. Duh. People yeah. get their I- fake IDs taken all the time. Right. And not even, just not any bar. A bar where martinis cost $29, which yeah. I haven't been to New York in a few years. But even that seems excessive for New York City. Yeah. Talk about entitlement. Like, mm-hmm. just go to a dive bar. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like Put they're not going to the check wall. your ID. Like, yeah. what, what are you going to get a two dollar and fifty rolling rock? All right, you're rolling life. Get it. <laughs> this is not advice for any of you young kids out there. It is not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and parents, uh, yeah, don't let your kid hold get friends to hold signs either. Yeah, he's using his mm-hmm. skills honestly. Considering he formed a protest, he's using his skills mm-hmm. for the wrong thing. And this kind of transitions into your next story. So go ahead. Yeah. So this one's kind of crazy. I was uh, I was on the internet and looking. And it's something like there is a subset and a way too high subset of people who believe their jobs are useless to society. Andy. (laughs) And now, mind you, love Andy. Love him. But he insults me. So go ahead. Let's do this thing. Let's do it a bit. This is funny coming from a meteorologist. uh, Considering a groundhog can do your job better. Considering a weather app tells us what to <laughs> look out for. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I'm I'm sitting here just taking it on the chin, you know. Um, I, it actually pointed out that office workers were 1.6 to 1.7 times, and I think it's around 20% actually write that never or mm-hmm. almost uh, almost never do they ever have any use. And I get that. Like, uh, don't. Uh, I mean, I get it. Where you look at your job in the grand scheme of things, you're an accounting of a big executive. You're like. Man, if they fired me today, someone else would just do this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're just a cog in a machine. Now, me, on the other hand, I'm sorry, but you know Sunday. What's going to happen Sunday? Storms potential? Yeah. You're going to think well, of me any time of that happens. I mean, since you said storms, I'm going to go play in like a beach day or something. <laughs> You're not going to make it out of the parking lot today. You know that, right? I know. It's funny because we listen to Nick give the forecast all week long, and yet we still, at the end of the week, always ask him again what the weather is going to be like for the mm-hmm. weekend and also go and check our weather apps still. Yeah, and I've seen them do it right in front of me, and I'm like, yeah. guys, guys, I'm right here. Just ask the question. I probably know the answer, and if I don't know, I will figure it out. Yeah, my husband doesn't trust meteorologists. Which is funny because we're really good friends with Adriana, who is also former our former morning meteorologist. What is it? What's the hate on me today? Like, <laughs> I, I, I insult you once by calling. It's so much fun. Yeah, well, you both you like You have Nickelback. a hard job. Weather is very unpredictable. So it is. I will give you that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's a science or anything. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Or an art or, you yeah. know, communications. But, like, going to this study, I get it because if you go to the office day in, day out, you know, life gets monotonous. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you sure. get into a routine and you just don't feel like you're doing anything useful. Yeah. And it, it's, it's easily to, you get complacent and it just doesn't feel satisfying mm-hmm. anymore. So I totally get why people feel this way. But you and know I, what? That's why you shouldn't be working to live. Yeah, well, Wait. You, wor- no. Yeah. Working to live. Li- yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> or, or, no, you should be working to live, not live to work. 
Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, yes. come on, guys. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Like, yeah, you're good. No, but come I'm on, just, we've been up. We've been up since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is the tail and end of Friday. our day. It's been a long week. Yeah. We're rubbing <laughs> as many brain cells as we have, mm-hmm. which is probably like two. Yeah, it's not a whole lot of brain cells. <laughs> yeah, there. we're crashing and burning. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of what other jobs people would maybe. Office workers. Sense. You think about like, uh, you know, people at you know low level restaurant work. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it really was a, a large subset. I mean, one in five workers, you think about it, you know, maybe not necessarily in a nonprofit, but mm-hmm. some of these companies are so large that, you know, your boss barely knows your name, you know, so mm-hmm. I, I get it completely. So, yeah. you know, that's why I'm lucky. You know, my boss knows my name mostly because she goes, you, my office. Stop talking. Stop yes. talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dan, Andy, don't you have a studio to go in? No, I'll go in there anyway. <laughs> I love kicking Nick out of the newsroom during newscasts. It I, I just like being mean to talent. Everyone loves picking on Nick, if you haven't noticed. It's all fun. It's all it fun. But it is sad that people are feeling that way because I feel like every job has a use. Every job is, mm-hmm. has, you know, we make the world go round. Right, and this is something sense. we're like, you know, I used before getting to news, I used to work at Starbucks, and it's easy when you're working a job like that to just feel like you don't matter and you're yeah. not doing anything useful. But for a lot of people, that morning cup of coffee is so important. Listen, yes, it is. And you never really know your impact. Milton Friedman, not Milton Friedman, Lawrence Reed, I believe it is his name. I forget the name. But there's this fantastic essay called I Pencil. And it's all about what goes into building a pencil. Mm. And it's kind of like, okay, what do you need to build a pencil? You need wood for the, uh, you need wood, you need lead. Okay, how do you get the wood? You chop it down. Okay, who chops it down? Lumberjacks. Okay, lumberjacks need their cup of coffee. So you go back to the diner. That diner is now necessary mm-hmm. to building a pencil. What do you need to build the diner? And you go back and back and back and really goes into pretty much so much goes into this one thing. And even though you might feel useless, you're not. Yeah, yeah. Because pretty much all these different jobs go into the greater. Yeah, absolutely interesting. And we'll have to and check all that it out. starts, all it starts with is a sketch written in pencil. Exactly. Oh, boom! Bringing mm-hmm. it all together, full circle. Boom. All right, we are going to move on to our next story, continuing with the drama. Uh, you may have seen the recent drama surrounding musical artist Lizzo. So she's addressing a lawsuit filed against her by three of her former dancers. Uh, the complaint filed on Tuesday of this week alleges that the three women were subjected to a hostile work environment and harassment while working for the Grammy-winning singer. So on Thursday, Liz. Lizzo finally addressed this complaint uh, publicly for the first time in a statement on her social media. Um, You know, of course, kind of dismissing all of the claims. She said, quote, these last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. Usually, I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. And um, so it's just been a kind of a crazy drama. And basically the dancers responded to her statement saying that they're, you know, very disappointed in her statement. And, uh, the three former dancers is Crystal Williams, Ariana Davis, and Noel Rodriguez. So, you know, you, I think we can all talk about this without, you know, getting our pantsuit off, uh, or, yeah. and you know, it's one of those situations where 
you almost feel sad about the whole thing, whether it's the people are lying, whether it's Lizzo's not a great person, and especially with your whole persona is, mm-hmm. I'm inviting, I'm this and that. And, and you know, we've seen that with, you know, the likes of uh, Bill Cosby, where mm-hmm. it's like, here is this person who looks to be great. Yeah. And then also. an icon to so many people. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you see these people go from the top or whatever, and all of a sudden now they're like, you start to hear every single story come out, and it's just a cascade. You know, I, I don't want to speculate whether it's right, mm-hmm. whether it's wrong, but it's just a sad situation all around. It really is, yeah. And, I mean, mm-hmm. this kind of reminds me of the whole Ellen DeGeneres, mm-hmm. you know, situation yeah. back a few years ago when she got called out for being a horrible person to her employees. And it just makes me mm-hmm. so sad that, I mean, Lizzo yeah. was known to be, like, very uh, – she brought so many people, to, different people together. And uh, mm-hmm. her whole spiel is, like, acceptance and love and – so. Yeah, I think that's the hard part yeah. is, you know, you have this outward personality, which is acceptance. And then there are people now claiming that, you know, I guess it was a facade or not 100 percent accurate. Yeah. But also, I mean, it's one of those things where I say this often, you know, people, especially celebrities, have this outward persona and a lot of times that's what it is. It's a persona, and we don't really know what goes on behind closed doors. Yeah. Whether Lizzo did did these things or not, it's just no celebrity is perfectly clean. Yeah, that's so true. What is a celebrity that you really look up to that you'd be really disappointed to find out they were an awful person? I don't really do that, you know? I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. I, I, I just try – look, is someone who – at very, very margins could be described loosely as a minor local celebrity. You know, all I could say is mm-hmm. there's been times where I've gone to stores and people have come up to me and not been in a, and I've not been in a good mood. And I almost feel like you have to sit there and just be like, okay, hold on. I got to be better. You know, I got to yep. be, you know, authentic and be myself. But at the same point, really not feeling it today and i remember one guy in particular i was talking to and i'm going this guy's probably thinking i'm a jerk and he actually reached out to me he's like no i thought you were really great about it because i could tell you were upset and you just took the time and Mm -hmm. you know i i think that's the thing is all you need is a subway just to take a time and sometimes it's just you know they they're too busy and everything else Yeah. yeah like i said very minor, a very, very mm-hmm. marginal reading of a minor local yeah. celebrity. And yeah, and a lot of this allegedly happened during a tour, and I can't imagine that's easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... Like, it, just the stress. Yeah, absolutely. I think I've seen, you know, things, uh, people posting about how she really just treats everyone as they're her friends, mm-hmm. but everyone else sees her as their boss. So it's also like a blurry line, but... I don't know. Yeah. It just sucks because people always love that she's so relatable. Um, I think a lot of people look up to celebrities, especially that yeah. are very relatable, and it's you know they're human beings. They make mistakes, but at the end of the day, it's not hard to be a good person. No, and it shouldn't be at least. But granted, I think after what was it, twenty seventeen, you should just not assume. Yes, that celebrities are what they put out what there. their persona yeah that they yeah. put out there for everyone to see very true very true i think i would be disappointed to find out if blake lively and ryan reynolds if they were mean people because i feel like they seem imagine if ryan so reynolds nice. wasn't funny like you'd be like oh he's actually just kind of a boring dude you'd be like he's a oh. real jerk yeah oh, 
But you know what? Uh, can I just throw down some? Mm-hmm. Alex is one of those people, like, straight up, is one of the nicest people I've ever met. So she actually is as authentic as you can get. <laughs> and he's yep. authentic. He's a crank everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I am, and I embrace that persona. <laughs> yeah, you don't see my sassy side as much. I'm pretty good at keeping that. Should, should we get Keith on the phone? <laughs> yeah, no. Let's, let's pull that. in the husband cam. We, yeah. <laughs> we will not do that. Can, we, can we zoom him in into this? <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Andy, what's your next so, story? So bring it somewhat local. So this woman from Cincinnati, Tammy Nelson, was on a flight from Cincy to San Jose recently when she was boarding a flight and someone was in her seat. Okay. She asked the woman, hey, can you move? The woman's like, oh, you want to sit here? Yeah, that's my seat. Yeah. Turns out the woman, the woman's two kids who are about 15 and 11 were on the other two seats. Okay. In the middle and aisle rows. And she just assumed that the Tammy wanted to switch. So Tammy's like, well, you know, I've been up all night. I chose the, the, aisle, the window, window seat, seat so that I can sleep. So I'll trade with you if I got a window seat. Where are you sitting? The woman points to the middle seat behind her. And when Tammy said, I'm not going to switch with you, the woman was annoyed and complained for the, during the flight. So the question is, was Tammy in the wrong for not switching seats for mm. so a mother can be with her kids? No. She does not owe anything to anyone. She bought that. She prepared. She mm-hmm. bought that ticket ahead of time. If it was that big of a deal to mom, she should have planned it out a little bit better. Yep. I do think, you know, it's not hard to be nice, but at the same time, you don't owe anyone anything when it comes to something like that. No, especially if the kids are old enough. They're, they're 11, 15. They're not babies. Yeah. I assume they're not going to be crying the exactly. entire time. Exactly. Yeah, they can. They're going to be fine you're, on their own. You're going to be in a, in a metal tube flying to the same location. Yeah, I, it seems like more of mom just didn't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing: is I've been on plenty of flights where you start to see people swap amongst themselves. Where it's you and I've been a part of where it was legitimately a four or five way flip where mm-hmm. I moved into this seat, someone else moved into there. So basically, it was I moved from uh, aisle to window, to aisle, and someone moved from window. I get the middle seat, though, because that's kind of the seat no one wants. Yeah. Like, that's literally the only thing. is, like you mm-hmm. said is, okay, from aisle to window, I don't really care. Like, no. you yeah. can flip me and whatever. But if you're going to stick me in the middle, and especially if, let's say, you know, you're talking about two people mm-hmm. I don't know, or I purposely took this seat months ago, mm-hmm. I planned this whole thing mm-hmm. out, yeah, I kind of I, yeah. I, I get where the woman comes from. But exactly. Your kids are 11 and 15. If they were very young, special needs, there was some other mm-hmm. extraneous thing going on. OK, I'll bite. But again, that's hey, you got a plan for that. Talk to the airline. Yeah, get what you get and you don't yep. throw a fit. But like <laughs> and one of the commenters on TikTok, because Timmy posted this on TikTok. And I thought it was interesting. One of the commenters said, you know, as a single woman. Thank you, because a lot of times people just assume, oh, you're by yourself, you're single, you'll compromise. Yeah. Yeah, and most of the time people pick a window seat for mm-hmm. the, for a reason. Yeah. So. It's like I always pick a window seat. Or an aisle seat, seat. yeah. Because I know if not, I'm just going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I already hate flying with a passion. To me, it's like it is the most stressful thing I can do is fly. 
Interesting. Yeah, because I'll ride to sleep before the plane even takes off. I fly by myself all the Mm -hmm. time. And so there's always, I'm always looking out for, hey, do you need to flip a seat? But it's always, you're on an aisle, you're in a window, Mm -hmm. do you want to flip? Not, okay, I'll flip into a middle seat. Because again, I'm the type that I don't want to be bothered. Like, if it's Mm -hmm. a short flight, I want the window because I I could get in there. And I'll just not be bothered. If it's a long flight, I want the aisle because I want to be able to get up and walk around if I need to mm-hmm. or go use the bathroom and not have to wake everybody up in an aisle. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to our next story. This, this is one of those stories that I saw this morning, and you and I talked about it during the show. London, real estate. London, we need to have a discussion here. Look at me. Y'all nuts. Y'all are nuts because we are talking about now a, what was it, a staircase? And now it's a mm-hmm. balcony. Stairwell, yeah. The stairwell, thank mm-hmm. you. The stairwell was what, 125000 No, no. Was I, I, I think two, I wrote this I story. It was, it was just, no, it was just 20000 I believe. 20000 okay, 20, That's why it was. 20000 yeah, pounds. Yeah. So yeah. for context, there was a stairwell in London that's four stories. Yeah. Off of an apartment building. Off an apartment building, but it's near a stadium. So presumably it's in a busy, nice area. Yeah. It's going for 20,000 pounds. Just the stairwell. Just, Just the stairwell. stairwell. Now, Which we talked about could be really cool, potentially. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. now here's the thing, though. 120, I think, six or 129 square foot. Yes, every foot matters. You want to take a stab at how much they want for this one? Now, again, use the stairwell. For a balcony. For, 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 for a balcony. balcony. For a balcony. How how big it is? I have no no no. It's one hundred and twenty nine. So probably about the size of what this room, maybe even yeah. smaller. Andy, Around go there. ahead, take a stab. How nope. much? How much they want it? How yeah. much they want for it? Yeah. Pounds? Yes. I don't really know. You got to do some pounds. conversion. Um. Okay. Wait. The stairwell was how much? Twenty. Twenty. Twenty thousand pounds. A balcony should go for ten. How about fifty thousand pounds? More than for, the stairwell for a hundred and twenty-nine foot <laughs> outdoors. Outdoors, nothing hooked up to what it. What is it attached? Is it attached to? So an apartment they said that or? it's it's attached, but you'll have your own way of getting in and out. But attached to what? Yeah, like they Buckingham didn't. Palace? They didn't explain at yeah, all. Yeah, because that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. then I would consider. <laughs> yeah, you just walk out. Hi, King. Hi, hi. I'm just here on my balcony that I own. <laughs> <laughs> You're just out there in your robe and your Royalty. coffee. Yeah. Hi, I'm their neighbor, Bill. <laughs> it's hi, like, Chuck. Yeah. Hey, oh, can wow. you get my mail to the bar guards? You're just like walking by. This is my house. Well, it's just my balcony. That I mean, is ridiculous. That would be, need to be the situation. I would need to be neighbors with Charles. <laughs> In, or, actually, you know what? I'll even rent William. I would have to be neighbors with Charles or William to pay 50,000 pounds to live on a balcony. But yeah, yeah. 50,000 pounds. And again, all outside, no cover. I, there is a way to get up there that you don't have to go through someone's evidently house. Mm-hmm. But 50,000. That was in, and I'm just looking I'm, at it going, England, come on. Like, yeah. real estate's ridiculous here, you know, mm-hmm. in town. You know, there's a lack of uh, people. But I'm just going, come on. Who's doing that, really? Well, yeah. That's a whole big thing now in London, from what I've been reading, not just London, but the UK in general, is they are dealing with the housing crisis. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why Liz Truss didn't last as long as a head of lettuce <laughs> is because part of the economic their economics are just so bad there and i think it's important and it, this shows how bad it is for context yeah where a stairwell is twenty thousand pounds and a balcony that's not even 
uh, on Buckingham Palace is 50,000 pounds. And, and it's not even like it's in the middle of a complex. The views were mm-hmm. mediocre at best. And I was just like, what 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 are we doing here, folks? What's the draw? So yeah. interesting. What's all this then? I don't know. I can't do it. Was British that your British accent? That was an accent nonetheless. <laughs> All like, right. This, this is just, <laughs> this, you know, this is just proof that we did the right thing in 1776. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did the right thing by saying to the king, you know what? Nah, we'll we take good. the king. You know, we out well, on that. The U.S. isn't perfect, but at least we're not the U.K. And I think we could all agree on that. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't see any balconies going for $50,000. You know what? I'm sure if you look it up somewhere, Craigslist. Have, have, you, have you tried New York? I mean, oh, I, I, yeah. Exactly. Those are probably more than right. 50. Overlooking Central Park, I'm pretty sure you could find a balcony for that much. Yeah, oh, really? Because sure. that would be a deal. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. Just be like, hi, I, I'm just in town for today. Like, uh, have to knock on a door. Can I use your bathroom? That's wild. All right, we're going to move on to my story so we can uh, get to our other stuff. But um, an NBC affiliate station in San Antonio just covered this really interesting story this week. So for the first time ever, the Natural Bridge Caverns, so which is the largest commercially operated network of underground caves in the state of Texas, is hosting a live underground concert. So the concert ser- series will begin on August 18th with renowned guitarist and songwriter Monte Montgomery. Mont Montgomery. The concert will take place in the newly discovered ballroom, which, according to a press re- release, was found in the natural underground chamber and has the perfect sound quality for musical performances. It's located 180 feet underground. The ballroom is the deepest concert venue in Texas. Can I ask you a question? Is it a rock concert? Get out. Leave. <laughs> You're kicked out of this podcast. So due to the small and intimate... Due to the small and intimate size of the ballroom, only 200 tickets will be sold, making it a unique experience for both the artists and the audience. 180 feet underground, a concert. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. No, you're, you're just asking to get caved in. I, I mean, I, I, the vibrations I, from the music, I feel like that could be potentially very dangerous. Yeah, and even if it's not... I would be nervous the entire time. I don't do caves. Like, that's the one thing I've realized in my life is I don't do caves. Why? Because you go into the dark, you lose your light, you're dead. <laughs> like, that's the way it goes is you have no hope. Yeah. I will say I went into a cave in Cancun. It was pretty cool. We went, looked around. They had, like, an, oh, this little mm-hmm. swimming hole in the in the cave. But there were, like, that's bats funny. flying around. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to be swimming around in this water. Who knows what's in there? Ugh. So uh, like, and I mean, uh, look, I like the idea of weird places for concert, weird places, you know, pandemic, we got pretty original yeah. about where we put stuff, yep. but there is a point where you look yeah. and you go, okay. this screams maybe, bad idea. Maybe if it was just an overhang, maybe yeah. I'd be like, okay, this is cool. But 180 feet underground, I have a that's a recipe for disaster. We might be end, end up covering rescue operations and missions there. <laughs> but, okay, so here's a question I have about this. So it says they found a ballroom. How do you find a ballroom underground? Hi, yeah, who Bill. Yeah, who, who went down there exploring and was like, this is a beautiful ballroom. We should p- perform concerts in here. Well, like, I would never just, think that. No, and just the wording of like they found the ballroom makes it seem as if someone built a ballroom and just left it there. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, could you imagine that real estate tour? And in uh, this room, we have the ballroom. Over there is your two bedrooms. And uh, if you come down 300 yeah. floors, mm-hmm. there will be the uh, dungeon for all I, your... Uh, luckily, it's not London. where That would cost like <laughs> a yeah, million, million bucks. I almost feel like it would be 
cooler if it was like or in maybe maybe a little bit safer if it was more like turned into like a pop-up restaurant or something for like a night but a yeah. concert where there's not loud 200 people 200 people that's mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah but yeah but you think about it that i like your idea of the pop-up like restaurant but you have to walk 200 like what's it 180 feet down the line that line will be outside the cave within two minutes well like, they could still do like it's based on reservations or something yeah, so then they yeah. don't have to deal with that but all right well let's get to our love hate and final thoughts andy what's your love and hate of the week my love of the week and i'm sorry nick <laughs> My love of the week is Nick getting body slammed. If you did not, <laughs> if, you, if you did not witness it, it is going to be on our Your Day Facebook page, hopefully yeah. really soon. I'm so gonna please explain check. this. What happened, Nick? Top Dollar is um, a big, big man, and I am a teeny little human being who decided to soldier charge into him and. Um, my foot twitched for like 30 seconds. Oh, it yep. is on air. It is on, on our Facebook page. So yeah, this was live. This was live on Good Day Dayton. Yeah. This is, this is Nick's body. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see it, but this is his body flying backwards. I don't remember that part. I remember the part where I hit him and he fell backwards a far distance. <laughs> I, I just remember the only thing that you could see on camera after were your feet <laughs> And they weren't moving. <laughs> and so I just go, Max, uh, get ready to do the podcast. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it in the control room. So it's I'm, right. I'm glad I could be your entertainment. <laughs> I'm going to go to a Thank chiropractor you. and, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just get my work done because, ow. <laughs> and your hate for the week, Andy? My hate of the week <laughs> is Nathan not being here. I know. Oh. It's been a, such a boring week. Has it? <laughs> really? <laughs> Were you not here for not all the a boring news? week? Yeah, not a boring week, I should say. Um, it's been he he keeps us awake. Yes. yes. I think that's the best way I can put it. He he borderlines absolute nuthouse <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, He's always know, a ball of energy. Yeah, it, it's like there's times where I'm like, I can't match that. I'm just a sit in my weather area and do my own thing and challenge mm-hmm. a wrestler. He's like, he'd be right there with me like, let's do it, bro. Let's do it. And then mm-hmm. he would chicken out. Like, yep. let's be honest yep. here. All right, Nick, what are your love and hate of the week? So my hate is the fact that we're getting towards the end of summer. My love is something that I figured out and that everybody has made fun of me, so I'm just going to go with it. Uh, I could never figure out what the coo, coo, coo sound is in summertime. You know, you have the sounds of summer, the cicadas. You have, you know, the... Um, Honestly, uh, motorbikes going 100 miles an hour. You have all these others. But that coo-coo-coo sound, I was like, what is that? And so I asked one of my friends, goes, it's a morning dub. So the fact is that there are morning dubs makes everything better. And um, uh, I have a bird feeder in my front yard. Mm-hmm. And I definitely thought I saw pigeons. They were morning dubs. So I'm glad I'm keeping that sound of summer around my yard. Yeah, I'm still stuck on the fact that you saw- called them cicadas. Cicadas? <laughs> <laughs> Look, your brain gets scrambled too when you go hey, horizontal. I get it. I get it. Come on, he has an accent. <laughs> Very, that's why I was like, I wasn't sure if that was a New Jersey. No, thing, that was so. a my brain's not functioning. Fair Still enough, rubbing two together, uh, two brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my love of the week is all of the talks of the fall season. As much as I love the warmer weather, I do love the fall season. I love all things fall. I love bonfires and um, the leaves and just everything that comes with it. Pumpkin spice lattes. Sign me up. Uh, I change my hate to. I usually get fall. one and then I don't have it the rest of the season. And then my hate is that means colder weather is on the way. So, (laughs) yeah, they're kind of hand-in-hand, but... Fair enough. All right, final thoughts. Let's go through them. All right, final thoughts. It's the weekend. Enjoy it. Have a cold one. If you're over 21... Go to the Tiki Bar. Yes, do that. I love love the Tiki Bar. But, um, yeah, enjoy cold one. 
if you're under 21, do not use a fake ID. And if you try <laughs> and get kicked out, don't hire protesters. But if you want to see Andy Bartend, head to Backwater Voodoo this weekend, tomorrow specifically. Yep. All right, Nick, final thoughts? Ow. That's all I got. Ow. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> like, uh, feel check that. the video out. Laugh at my demise. I'll see you back here on Monday, hopefully we, with less bruising. And we will air it on Monday. Again. <laughs> Absolutely. My final thought, it has been a crazy news week, so let's finish it out with a fun and safe weekend, please. No breaking news over the weekend. Please. <laughs> All right. And thanks for listening to Your Day Extra. This is Dayton 24-7 Now Podcast. Make sure you like our Your Day social media accounts and subscribe to this podcast. Again, I'm Alex. This is Nick and Andy. Have a great day.